Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Yes, same to you. <laughs> good afternoon here. Well, I won't keep you for too long, but wanted to get into uh, the trilogy and your music and talk a little and learn a little bit about you and just talk some heavy metal as well. Perfect. Sounds good. So I, I, I got to start off by saying I'm shocked. You've burned through uh, three chapters in an album trilogy quicker than <laughs> Star Wars or any other franchise I can think of. Yep. I mean, you must have gone in with this fully thought out before even recorded Chapter One Monarchy. You must have had the whole thing all plotted out, right? Not at all. Really? Actually, we were thinking about just releasing Chapter One and then going on tour. Then a certain pandemic happened. So we <laughs> thought, you know, what else can we do? Well, we can write more music. Wow. So you had one done and out there before you even thought about two or three. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Interesting, interesting. I figured you would have had it all mapped up and then just decided to chop it up one at a time. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> so it was really the pandemic that gave you time to finish out what you were thinking. Yeah, because we couldn't tour. We couldn't do anything else than releasing uh, music, releasing live shows. We did like we filmed two, two, yeah, two live shows plus tons of videos and an acoustic album. And yeah, that was our way to stay connected with the people. So we did. Wow. So the monarchy was already done, what, probably 2019, even before the pandemic mm -hmm. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a tour planned and we thought, oh, my God, this is such a perfect plan. We have an album. We release it at the very beginning of a tour. And then, you know, <clears throat> that's a that's a perfect way to start. And then the pandemic happened and we still, <laughs> you know, we still released this album and we thought, well, that's an album that's going to, you know, fly under the radar. But turned out people were at home and listened to a lot of music. So we were we, we were lucky enough to have a lot of support and to gather a fan base um, around this album. And then how quickly into the pandemic did you start working on chapter two? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think just a few months after we released the, the, the first album, because we released the first record in March and then we released an acoustic album at the end of the same year. But by the time we released that one, I think we were already preparing the second one because we released it in October the, the year after. So I think I think we recorded around the beginning of 2021 and we released it at the end. I think it was like the timeline was like that. Interesting. Interesting. And then you probably got to go back out on the road at some point, 21, 22. Well, uh, 21, I think we played three shows. Uh, which is not a lot. No. And 22, finally, uh, we were able to to go on tour for real at the end of 22. So that was that was quite an experience because we had two and a half albums out. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then when did you start working on Downfall? Then when you got home from the road? No, before because actually we we released the first single um, in October 22. And we played already two songs of this record during that tour and released a new video after the tour. So we recorded uh, chapter three, uh, I think around April 22. We were writing it at the beginning of 22. So, yeah. 
Love it. Love the album. Love love <laughs> how quickly this trilogy has unfolded. And uh, got my fingers and toes crossed. Any chance of coming to the U.S. to play? Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, at this point, I try to st- <laughs> to stop creating expectations with people because uh, it's difficult for a new band to 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 get to the U.S. Sure. Um, because when you've never been there, people don't know like how many people will come to see you if you're going to sell any tickets. So it's difficult to convince people to take you on tour with them. Um, but there is, a, I mean, we are playing Pro Power this year, which is okay. already something really, really cool. Yeah. We're going to Atlant- Atlanta. And there is a small chance that we may had may may have more shows but i don't want to create too many expectations because <laughs> i've done that before and i regret it <laughs> yeah don't want to jinx yourself you don't want to bring no get all hyped up and then it doesn't happen just take yeah. it as it comes yep well fingers fingers crossed for you and you know looking out outside of uh the band you also have a side project the dark side of the moon project yeah tell me about that that's a, <laughs> that's kind of the most random story um that and, and random and that ended up in something pretty serious actually because um i met fire schwanz in 2020 when they asked me to um to sing on their song ding mm-hmm. um so i recorded for them and then we met when we filmed the music video and um we we got along super well and we stayed in touch and then at some point um both ding from Feuerschwanz featuring me and Unstoppable from Ad Infinitum were about to reach 1 million views on YouTube. And I randomly, spontaneously texted Hans and I was like, hey, the first one who reaches the million wins. And he's like, yeah, wins what? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, wins a dare or something, you know, like I dare you to do this. And um, Ding from Feuerschwanz reached the million first. And he was like, okay, I win. So what you need to do is record a song with me and it was the cover of jenny of old stones from from game of thrones Mm -hmm. and um when we did that uh he i think he showed it to foyashan's management who showed it to napalm and napalm was like hey this is cool how about an album and we're like i guess we're a band now Well, you almost did that with with uh, Ad Infinitum. I mean, that wasn't a band to start with either, but you made that happen. Yeah, I'm. I was when I when I started writing songs for Ad Infinitum. I just wanted to release an EP, and then the EP became an album. And I was investing a lot of time and energy into this album, let alone private money. Sure. <laughs> because production, recordings, and and so on music video and i was like you know there's so much effort put into this and i love it so much that i don't really want to just put it out there and then nothing happens so i was like i really want to play those songs live but i don't want to have hired guns who don't really care about the music so i wanted to have bandmates sure and to be a band and to have people who care about what we're doing so that's how it got from a solo project to a band where it's now everyone's baby yeah, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love love the hustle and drive and, you know, getting into uh, vocals a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious you, with you being from Switzerland and, and I don't know, I'm just a dumb American, but is like Crocus really big over there? Is that is that a big influence? Uh, I guess 
I guess they are, but they're not really an influence for me <laughs> personally. Okay. Okay. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't I wouldn't know how, how to describe their success. So I don't want to I don't want to say anything because I don't want to insult anyone. But sure. I, yes, they are big. <laughs> they're big, but not your flavor. Um, it's not that they are not my flavor. It's just that I didn't dig into their stuff enough to 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 be influenced by them. Okay. So what? Who who are your influences? Who do you look up to? Who made you say, "I think I can do this"? Oh my! So many. Um, I um, when I got into metal, I was influenced a lot by bands like Camelot, Delane, Nightwish, Within Temptation. Uh, now I listen to so much stuff, and not only metal. And I think it's so important because it. You know, when you're listening to other genres, you also bring other flavors to what you're doing with your metal. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because if you just get trapped in a box, that's all you see and know, then you don't have any other outside influence or creativity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do that myself. I have to force myself a couple of days out of the week to not listen to metal, to, you know, put on <laughs> some hip hop or something uh, just for that same perspective, just, just in doing what I do and just being a music fan. You just have to mix it up every yeah. now and again. Yeah, totally. One band I do have to get in and do with you because we're an old school radio station. We do a feature called Mandatory Metallica where we play uh-huh. a bunch of Metallica and kind of celebrate them as right. kind of the kings of metal and yeah. kind of curious your relationship with them. Are you a Metallica fan? When did you discover I like them? Metallica. Oh, I discovered, I think I discovered Metallica a long time ago with nothing else matters, like 99% of the world population. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I like their songs a lot. Uh, my favorite song is The Unforgiven. Ah. And um, I would love to see them live. Yeah, they're doing an incredible thing across the world right now where they're doing two nights in each major town, two different mm-hmm. lineups, and no repeat weekend, meaning you go Friday night, they play one set list, different opening oh. bands, and then they go Sunday night, and it's a completely different opening bands and completely different set list, which is oh, pretty amazing, really cool. in stadiums. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, goal. Right. Life goal. <laughs> That's why they're the kings. I mean, what other band can do that 40 plus years into their career? Right. Yeah. Very cool. We'll, we'll rock nothing else. You said nothing else matters, right? Is your favorite? No, I said the Unforgiven. Oh, I'm sorry. The Unforgiven. Getting my ballads confused. Cool. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time, Melissa. And I hope to see you out here in the good old US of A on tour one day. Yeah, I hope so, too. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You, too. Bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.